New year of action, 2021 Ireland Championships getting underway this weekend. It's great to be back in touch with John Olin, Stevie Bamrick and James Hickey. Thanks for coming on, lads. How's things? All good. Thanks, All good. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. yeah Sorry, Kevin. So what's been happening over the last kind of 12 months, boys? Because I haven't seen Sight or Light or no one hardly. Um, Joe, you, you had a busy little tenure anyway. Your, your first year involved with the Carlos Senior Hurlers as a selector. So how did that go for you? That's yes, great. Yeah, very busy, Kev. Yeah, very busy, even though I suppose, um, you know, we didn't hit the pitches, I suppose, till a couple of weeks before our first league game. But, you know, there was a lot, a lot of work done in the background there, um, you know, just with meeting players, meeting, man, you know, new management team, uh, programs for lads, you know, checking in on lads, seeing how things were going. So it was a busy year. And then obviously when we hit the pitch, it was, uh, you know, flat out, you know, you're, you're, you're flat out three or four times a week or three times a week. And then with other bits and pieces. So good year, very interesting. Um, learned an awful lot from it, and I suppose more than that, uh, gives you an, a, a, even a higher respect for the effort that the lads are putting in at county level. Um, it's just phenomenal, uh, and our own lads included. There just massive shift put in by them. Uh, you know, in terms of time and hours and what what they do. You know, to to get the most out of themselves and the most out of their game is just it's phenomenal. And I, I you know, it, it, like I said. I'd always be very appreciative of what lads would put in anyway when you'd be standing, you know, cheering them on from the from the terraces or whatever else. But when you're kind of see it up close and personal, you know, it, it even brings it to a higher level. So, yeah, busy time, but a good time, Kevin. Yeah, really thoroughly enjoyed it, yeah. And who says Junior Championship success in Carlow don't lead you to stardom? <laughs> yeah, about me or Stevie? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking next year, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Stevie, what's your story? Um, I know you're, you're chairman of the club down there in Airbreed. Uh, involved as a selector, I think, this year as well? Yeah, uh, sure. Training has been going all right. It's just busy out. Like, there's matches Kenny Kenny League under 13 and 15 juveniles, and that's been mad. And The Bulger Cup, in fairness, there was on every Tuesday night there, so the lads got plenty of games. So sure, I suppose we're no different than any other club. Hamstrings are going every left, right, and centre. Seen it even. I think we played Navon on there. Martin Clory pulled up in it, and I see he was back a couple of weeks later. And um, fairness, done what we said it last year when it was brought back. It was a great idea that the Bulger Cup would have been. I'd say I don't know whether James would have played in it. No, but your father's time, Patton, Mick Murphy, them boys. The Bulger Cup was a great tournament. When we started out playing. I, I, I think the first game I ever played was in the Bulger Cup. So. Good to see that competition back up and going, and then there was games every Tuesday. So look, we'll we'll know next Saturday night we're going down to down to Boris. We'll see where we're where we're standing in the around half seven eight o'clock. We'll have a better picture in the the year ahead. And like the matches are going to be week on week again. So similar to the Bulger Cup, we're going to need lads, different lads every week because there's going to be uh, injuries and no matter what, it's uh, you know it'll be interesting to see where it goes. James, you're hanging out just across the border again this year, but it's another border this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down in Bregnamani, yeah. Um, look, it's uh, close to home. I have a good group there. And tipping along now, look, a lot of work to be done, but re- really good group of players and um, enjoying it now at the moment, yeah. Really enjoying it, yeah. Good stuff. How's, uh, how's the boys in your own club? We obviously are able to cover this intermediate game fairly well at the weekend, so... Um, like. Yeah. One one little thing that kind of strikes me beforehand was if Rangers had got to the football final last Sunday, would this intermediate game be going ahead this weekend? I wouldn't say so, no. 
No, I was. I, I was, uh, I'm not going to get all technical about this. Was that kind of um, like the lads would have probably felt they had a decent enough chance last Sunday, but were they kind of not really looking too far ahead to see that there was a possible headache coming? Or not that it matters I, now, of course. But I wouldn't say they were looking. To be fair, I wouldn't say they were definitely looking too far past their rogue. I think um, I suppose. Look, if, if we spot, if we speak openly and honestly, I don't think to give the football the respect it deserves. You know. I think to be a team like Airog, you have to be at it nearly four nights a week. You have to have systems. You have to have everything. To have all that, you have to have the players uh, when you need them. And the management didn't have that, uh, I suppose, on the back of that too. Subconsciously, look, the hurling is the big one. And I always think that, look, if they, if they give that football a rattle, they could give it a rattle. But... um. Look, I'm not there, but however, and no, I think that the hurling is 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 taking precedent. And look, it's to be fair, I don't know how much you could read into your old last Sunday evening either, because coming into a county final, you surely want a stiffer challenge than you got. And um, it is what it is now. And Raffili had a very good game against Pal, and that will be a huge advantage to them. And as they did win the league a few weeks back. So, look, um, Airoga are a super team and they'll probably be favourites. But uh, I'm expecting a good county final Sunday. Good stuff. So, let's talk about this year's Hurling Championships then anyway, James. And with, um, I, I think the lads w- would agree with me if we can get Joe back in, he'd probably agree with us too. Last year's performance by Rangers in that 2020 Hurling Championship, for me, was probably the most complete I've ever seen by any team in winning a championship. Like, nobody got near them. No, and look, to be fair, the element suited us, you know. And I suppose the two, the three lads in this call will agree with, with, with this point. Going into a championship, if you have a complement of players like we had, and you have sole access to them for that period, like it's a huge advantage. You're going training every night with full numbers, full squad, no injuries, etc., etc. The championship ended up being a dream for us in that sense. There was no county, there was no nothing, no sideshows, no excuses, no nothing. And plus the lads got a bit of a break, say, beforehand with the lockdown. Everybody got a chance to take a break. And I suppose for those five, six weeks or two months, say, max, they were in their own bubble. And the results of that ended up being, being a championship winning team. Very good. But look, this year it'll be a lot different. Um, Joe was in there with the county team and look, I was, Tommy trained me for 10 years and Christy together and to be fair, uh, Joe, I'd say I'll agree with this. Um, they're exceptional. They're, they're an exceptional management team and to no fault of the county management team, they were so unlucky this year with injuries but at the same time, they got the blood an awful lot of players which was a huge advantage looking in from the outside. Now, if you don't know Hurling, you'd say, Jesus, they should have won to Joe McDonough. But if you do know Ireland and Carlo, the likes of Mouse, Edward Byrne, these lads, like Mouse is worth five points a match, you know, and Edward Byrne is definitely worth two to three points. If he doesn't score him, he'll create him. And they just seem to be fierce on looking with injuries. James Dyle comes back, Mouse goes out. Like, um, but I'd be, I thought the county team done fierce well this year based on 
the players they had available and blood new players, etc. Yeah, so, so Joe, what we were saying before you kind of dropped off on us there was that last year it felt like that was the most complete performance by any Carlow Club Hurling team in winning a championship with Rangers because they, they weren't touched. Like, and I think we, we were all saying last year if there had been a Leinster championship, it would have took a serious team to beat them, you know. But where where does it put things this year, lads? Um, and, and Joe, you would have seen it in there with the, with the county. Like, where is everyone else at? Because Mouse, obviously, now is not going to be with St. Mullins. So we have to make Rangers favourites here again, clearly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's fairly, you know, I suppose they've been lucky enough, I suppose, like, look, let's be honest with you, both, uh, say, Ballin, just going down through the teams, Ballin Killen, um, you know, at the minute, have a good few good, in, you know, injuries to key players. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Kieran, Shawnee out, um, you know, Sean Murphy maybe, uh, only coming back, and a few others as well. So, like, we we're, we're, we we aren't where we were last year. Um, I suppose, like we said with St Mullins, you know, with with Mouse being out for definitely for the, probably the group games anyway, um, that kind of takes a big, you know, a big thing out of their arsenal there as well, and you know. It, I suppose, you know, Marlinster Rangers have been lucky in that sense. I know um Edward was unfortunate with ourselves, like that he didn't get to hurl much, but um, you know, he's back he's back now, uh, fit and well and you know, any other little niggles that they had, uh, as much as I know, are all kind of are, are all okay. So I mean look, they have probably a, a full a full hand to pick from and, you know, at full strength and whereas other teams maybe are, are struggling here and there. Um you know, and, and and it has to leave them as favourites. I mean, look, I don't. I think you'd be very naive to think uh, to think otherwise because um, I suppose, uh, or, to, or maybe you know, speaking from a Ballinkillen point of view, you know, for us to, to keep with them or to you know to keep to keep things going and to to keep the pressure on I suppose St. Mullins and Mount Leinster Rangers, we need to have a full hand. And you know, currently currently we're down a couple of our key men, so it definitely puts Rangers I think top of the pile at the minute. Anyway, but uh, you know, who knows what will happen in over the next four weeks. Yeah, James, I jump yeah. in there because I know we're under time constraints with you. So, but um, yeah, look, and Joe is dead right, and Stephen and yourself there. Look, on on paper, Rangers are favourites, right? And I'm not an Egypt. I, I agree with that, and I won't play that down. At the same time, now they're losing Jack Murphy. Uh, Dennis is struggling. Dennis had actually retired. Um, he's suffering bad with two knees. Uh, really came against him over the winter. And he actually went back to, believe it or not, to numbers. I think we had 14 with the under-20s. We had X amount in with the seniors. They needed him to... They actually fucking went to him. And, and he had actually... He, he approached management and said that he wasn't going to play. He's just... The knees were killing him. He went back, he played. He's still struggling. They're missing Jack Lake. And you have to remember, Dennis scored 2-6 in last year's county final and was taken off for 15 minutes to go. And for me... Probably the best hurler I ever hurled with with Rangers. He'd definitely be in the top three, if not number one. Um, and just so reliable, so dependable. So I think, like, and I'm after saying this to a couple of people, we probably have that clinical forward in Chris, like St. Mullins had in Mouse or James Dial, depending on where to play James Dial. Um, so if, if Dennis is struggling and he doesn't replicate the 2 6 and Chris Nolan scored eight points in last year's county final. Like, that's 20 points. Suddenly, that becomes, you know, 20 points is hard to, to replicate over somewhere else if it's taken out of the team. So, like, the big thing for us is to keep injury free. 
Uh, I would think that Ballinkillen myself are, I think Ballinkillen are getting better year on year. I know Sean Murphy, Sean Whelan, and Kieran Whelan for me is an absolutely exceptional hurler. I thought last year in the championship, he had an exceptional championship. I think he's a brilliant fella. He's a nice fella. Everything about him is right. And he'll be a huge loss to Ballinkillen, along with the boys, obviously, they're fantastic hurlers too. I just think that I was over there or the under-13s had a match one night in Ballinkillen and the seniors were training and they just looked fierce solid, fierce together. You just know there was something about them, if you know what I mean. Bagness down there with the county under-20s, thereafter, they had huge representation in the county under-20. And like Michael, they played us in the Bulger Cup, as, as Stephen alluded to earlier. And I watched that game and even my father commented after, he said, it's it's a long time since he's seen a Michel team so fit. And look, you have to be really, really fit to play this game. And I just think it's going to be a good championship this year. And I don't think I don't think it's going to be won at a canter like we won it last year. Like I said, we were in a bubble at work for us. But I think this year I think this year won't be a straightforward. Absolutely. Well, listen, James, I know you're under pressure, so we'll say good luck to you. And thanks for jumping on for the few minutes that we did have you. And sorry for the technical difficulties. <laughs> no problem. I'll Come on, we'll chat to you again soon, all right? Yeah, God bless, guys. Thanks. Take it easy. Thanks, James. Take care, man. There you go. Ever enthusiastic as always, Mr. Hickey. Um, I actually didn't realise he was a great man this year. That'll tell you now I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm a great lad to be hosting a podcast about Carnegie, and I don't know where lads are or what they're doing. But um, anyway, there we go. Great man and him would be a good fit, I'd say, actually, because they're, they probably um, can only kind of go one way as such. They've been down junior for, for quite some time, Joe. And... Um, I think anywhere that man goes, he'd be good anyway. He just has that kind of X factor about him. Any club he goes into or any county set up, he improves them. We saw it with Karanu. And I genuinely think for any any club over the next five to ten years, wherever he goes into, there's just going to be a lift. He just has it, doesn't he, in fairness town? Ah, he does in fairness, yeah. He has he's uh geez, he's, a, he's a great man. He's a great motivator, he's a great head, a great brain, you know, sure, you know, training, you know, like he said himself, he's all that experience as well from Playing with the county and you know training and taking stuff on from good managers as well, and he has his own twist. And like I said, he's just he's that charisma that you know that way about him. And I think it is a good fit, Kevin. We would have heard great the man over the years as well. Um, heard him, you know, heard him in challenge matches recently as well, and that. And um, you know, they are a team probably that have underachieved an awful lot down at Kenny. You know, they would see themselves as I won't say as better than what they are, but they should be probably probably our junior at this stage. So it will be a good fit. And I think as well being a, a kind of a single code club, I think will will double down his efforts if you get me. You know what I mean? As in that he he can really work with them on, on the one code. Um where I suppose in Carnew he had you know there was two codes to contend with and a different focus maybe as well. Whereas I think here with the, with just with the hurling alone, I think it he'll 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 really or will they will they will reap benefits from having him because he is a top man in Bernstone, you know. Yeah, and the only opposition you might have is Highview Athletic, and I'm not saying there should be an apartheid between sports or anything like that, but like with other areas you go into, there could be four or five things you're competing with, yeah. so that's an yeah. advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, so let's get into the nitty-gritty of these games, lads. Um, so tomorrow night, we, we have two games, tomorrow night being Friday, just for the purposes of whenever this, this stream does go out. And um, Michael versus Biden is the first game I want to look at. That's 7.30 inside in Netwatch Colin Park. Um and again, I suppose to borrow an old cliche, it is a game that both sides will feel that they have a good chance of winning. Um, would would Biden sound, Stevie, do you think, be looking at this and thinking this is probably our best game in terms of the chances of winning? 
and Michael probably the same. Yeah, I suppose you go back to last year's, it wasn't a quarter final, it was the last league game. Bagnestone took in the winner takes all, and, and, and Ferenc Bagnestone played as well as possibly they could have, just couldn't go over the line. Ross Smithers kind of grabbed the game with a scruff of the neck in the last 10 15 minutes and got through a few frees. And, you know, it was Bagnestone have come on a lot, and now this year, I, I look at running what who's going to be playing a starting 15 as such, but rumours are. Alfie could be pushed out a bit further now. I don't know whether that's great to see him back anyway, number one. Uh, we played Navo and below in the Bulger Cup in Lachlan in the Super Bowl. And in fairness, they played about half, if you call it their strongest team. And the other, the other half were doing a session on the sideline there for a lot of a day because they had a, a challenge match two days later because they were, those lads those lads trying to... I suppose they felt that uh, they wanted to get a run out for most of the lads were playing down the Megan two days later. I don't know how that went, but the, the match below anyway, the, the one by six or eight points. Um, so, yeah, Bankstone will, if you're looking at it, you're probably looking at it, it'd be a better chance of beating Nebo and beating Sam Mullins or Bowden's range. But no matter your first game, it's a bit like playing a match. You can't lose or you can't win a match in the first 10 minutes. You could lose in the first 10. And, you know, you're going to be challenged games and you don't know who's playing who. The Osher team is going great or we bet such a one be 10 or 15 points. Tomorrow night when the... No, I, I'm just looking at Michael as I don't know, George, George James said, sorry there. They were trying to work the ball out uh, kind of a structure. There was no hit and hope. Uh, it was, you know, it was... They were working on a game plan. They were trying to go through the lines as well as the code and like, there's some big men in every every line. Like John Michael wasn't playing that night. He was centre-back. Then in the Bulger Cup final, now that when Jaws at that, I presume, like Ballon Killing got a couple of runs on him and finished him off. And um, but it'll be interesting to see how it goes. As James said, with under twenties, they're a year older now, um, so there's probably a bit more expected out of the likes of Jack McCullough, Keane Dial, these lads are still like 19, 20, 21 years of age. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it, it ends up. Yeah, well, both managers are still there this year. That's Gavin Nolan with. Um Bindestown and Colin Keeling with uh, Nave Owen, so it's um, it's probably it's probably a good thing for for the lads because there there was a bit of progress made for both of them last year, despite the the giving out we did about Michael for a little while because I felt maybe at times where it might seem like we were a bit harsh on them, but we were just calling it openly and straight, and that's the way this year it'd be too. And um, but but like I think Michael did introduce a couple of chaps last year. Bindestown are introducing a lot of chaps for for the present year. Uh, Jake Dyle, I think, being one of them. Billy Fitzpatrick. There's a number of others as well. Jim Cody could be coming on board. And that'll bolster their squad. But as Stevie kind of touched on there, Joe, I think there is, um, I won't say a little bit of pressure, but guys that aren't that, I suppose, mature or experienced at senior level are now kind of expected to carry the can uh, a little bit already. And and that's probably a little bit unfair on the likes of Young McCullough and stuff like that. But he's nearly a key player already because he's been in with the county side. So they're going to be looking to him for a big performance. Um, young Dial, young Keen Dial is, is captain, I believe, as well. Still only young enough chap like. So mm. these lads have to make um considerable steps quite quickly, which is kind of interesting because if you go back ten or eleven years ago when Bandersown got to that first final in 09, actually, twelve years ago now, um it was kind of the same because Alfie and Beanie and all that were coming on and they were nearly backbone on the side. And if you remember correctly, they're only twenty or twenty one at the time. So mm. it's kind of nearly the same thing. And um, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. 
Yeah, yeah, thinking back on it there, when you mentioned <coughs> names, like I remember Alan McDonald as well coming in, he was only a minor, you know, it'd been a, it'd been a big kind of a, a threat as well around that time. Um, yeah, it, there, I suppose there is a lot, of, there is going to be a lot of those younger lads in key positions, but in fairness, this will be their second year, you know, in those key positions, like um, you mentioned Sam Niall Bulger, Darren Nolan, um, you know, Jack, um, you know, Keane. They've all a year's senior hurling under their belt, and in fairness to them, you know, obviously they went really, really well, and obviously, you know, they were in with ourselves then as well with the kind of senior panel uh, for the year. And I think the lads, the lads themselves, those just picking those lads, and some of their other younger players there as well. Like you know, again, if you go back to their team, you know, it, it was very young. If you take out, say, if you take out Alfie, who is back in the mix, you take out say uh, Beanie and uh, Taylor, like the rest of them are, are relatively young, young men. Um, but they didn't seem, didn't let it phase them last year. Like, you know, I mean, uh, I think I said, I remember looking back at one of the podcasts that we did last year and talking about Jack McCullough's performance, even against ourselves when, you know, he was on, I think he was on David English and geez, he gave him, you know, he gave him absolutely a, a, as good a game of hurling as anyone gave him over the hour um, in the first game. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll worry these younger lads. They don't mind. They don't care what age they are, you know, who's, who's up against them. They, they know, like, in terms of, I suppose, even physical conditioning, it's not like, you know, they're, they're having to make a, a huge step up in terms of senior anymore. Like, these lads are so so condition, well-conditioned so early as well. So there's no physical, you know, you're not, it's not like years ago, I suppose, when Stevie or any of us started where you were coming on as a, a younger lad and, you know, you were playing against lads who were a little bit more seasoned, uh, even physically, um, there was worries, but not anymore. Like, that's a thing of the past. Um I think I think you know I think Bagnestown will be targeting. I do really think they'll be targeting this game. Um, while Michael have been tipping away, you know there is that kind of in, inconsistency with them, um, and I think that's the worrying thing from a Michael point of view. I think we spoke about it a lot last year. Um, was the was the was the kind of the idea of putting two good games in a row, um, and I do see it as a key game for both because you know, it's a momentum builder. Um, because like like I said, being realistic. You know, both teams will be targeting it as as a win game. You know, I'm not saying they're not targeting the other games as a win game, but it's definitely a game that both clubs will be trying to target to get to get points on the board. Um, I do think I know we Stevie and yourself there mentioned we hurled them in the Bulger Cup, Michael. Um, again, I suppose they hadn't got a full. You know, we we were kind of back to more or less full strength or what we had at the time. And I know Michael weren't at full strength uh, on that particular evening. And there's a few interesting, you know, changes, um, both in their style of play, I suppose, like we said. I suppose like most modern teams now, no matter what level you're playing, they're trying to work the ball through the hand and, and not give up possession easily. Um, but they had to John Michael positioned at centre half back. And I don't know whether that was applied that they had used in any other game since or whatever else, or whether it was just, a, I suppose, maybe, you know, maybe something that they had to do on the night or whatever. But... It'll be interesting to see where he where he does line out for them because he is a huge talisman for them, um, and then Ross as well at wing back on on the night as well. And you know, I, I would have thought maybe that he might have um, given them a little bit more oomph around the middle, you know, driving forward and causing problems. But again, you know, you, you just don't know what the Bulger Cup games are kind of uh, showing up or not showing up, or whether managers are keeping things close to your chest. Uh, you know, you don't know. Is it a kind of a build from the back process because that's. I know Ross has played in defence and John Michael wouldn't have played in defence, I'd say, since he was minor. Um, but are they trying to get that platform or foundation there? Or, and is that the right thing to do? Because 
even though they might have conceded a little bit over the last couple of years, I always would have felt that they were not too bad defensively, but they might have struggled for scores a little bit. So is that kind of the correct thing to do? And if John Michael is going to be centre-back, other teams are going to be leaving the ball anywhere but down the middle, and they'll have to, because it'll be, you know, as Joe says, it'll be interesting if he does talk out centre-back. You know, you're, you just can't, you can't bring the ball into contact with the likes of John, John Michael, the same as Herog and Raffili, or on Sunday, Raffili be a team who just don't do that. To, uh, and like, if Ross is wing back and John Michael is centre back, the scores are are they after unearthing a couple of forwards or, you know, have the, they must have faith in a few more lads up front to get the 2 12 50. It's going to be 2 15, 2 16, 18. You're going to need to win a, 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 any match in Carlo or anywhere. Um, but definitely that they were definitely going through like Shane Cavan was in the goal that night now where they have Shane out the equation for the minute he won't be in the goal of the three county goalies but he was deliberately he was deliberately and he'd said that himself it's a uh, but like they were he was he was looking for a puck out every you know every puck out was short nearly within within reason and the Bulger Cup okay I take the box was matches you could try out things it didn't go right it didn't go right was nothing. There was no skin lost off the fingers or anything. But uh, no, it'd definitely be intriguing to see because uh, like of Andrew Kenn, I think he's back with Agnestone there. And just mentioned there, his father passed away there last last mm-hmm. week. Andy, a great, uh, a great Gale, we call it in Bagnestone and uh, would have been a great follower. That he was married to one of the Kennys there from Norney. Uh, just sad, sad note. But um, the likes of him, he's back. He'd be a, br- a brilliant help for Bagnestone up front and a. Freshens up things from last year. He's probably only 25 or 6 with a lot of hurling done and a lot of hurling missed with what injuries he's had. And uh, definitely will be it'll be interesting to see. But like, Connor Foley, is T-back, I don't know. He, he didn't play against us that night. He was talked out, but not. He was one of the lads that didn't know was James O'Hara, these lads. As I said, a lot of hurling in these lads. A lot done. Probably, like the cliche, a lot more to do. So... Definitely, whoever gets the two points tomorrow night will have one foot in the semi-final, probably. Yeah, that's a game I'm looking forward to. So, And uh, just before we move on to that as well, just when you mentioned it there, I'd like to pass on our condolences to the Kane family as well. It's, it's a horrible, horrible thing. But anyway, um, like just just on that, the game then tomorrow night, lads, just back to back to the verdict. Uh, where, where do we see it going and why? Let's let's go with this one first. I'm, I think Biden's going to win it anyway. So, Stevie? Oh, God. Um... <laughs> you know, so look, if Alfie back as well is going to be like a new, you know, it's not. He's going to bring. He has to bring some major to the table because we were saying last year we're going, the banks when that's the Jack McCullers and these lads were going to be learning off of Alfie. They had to learn without him. So you'd be guessing with Alfie coming back if he's fully fit, he's going to bring a, a more of a focus to them lads and more leadership on the field, which is a big, big help. You can have a lad on the line telling you this, telling you that. If you have a lad on the jer- in the jersey there talking to you the whole way through a game, it has to make a big difference. But I'd still give Michael just a hesitant nod. Now, I've only seen Michael once. I haven't seen Bangs and Gales at all, but I, I couldn't say there'll be a puck of a ball in it. Um, we'll have to stop saying Michael as well as Nave owners the club. Uh, we got we got... Got a hand, the hand, the knuckle drop for that last year, commentating in one or two of the matches and kept saying it as well to make it worse. Hey, Joe? Yeah, big call, isn't it? Um, big call, because like I said, it's just a kind of, 
you know the level of consistency of, of uh, Navon that you'd be you'd be worried about. Um, I probably I probably say probably a little bit uh, with maybe with Bagnestown. Um, I think I think they might have a little bit more even more threat. I think Liam Galway is back in the mix as well from you know that missed out a, a couple of years as well. I think Jamie Tark last year proved that you know even though obviously he tell you kind of football is his first game and he was in, did really well with the county footballers this year, but. I just think uh, he was such a thorn in the, in the side of the teams last year and they played to their strengths in, 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 in that sense. Probably the most foul man in the championship last year. Oh my God, he was incredible. <laughs> he was incredible. Um, and they had, like, that's not this far, you know, that's not, uh, as I said, not putting all the weight in the likes of their, their shoulders. But I think they might have a, a few more aces up their sleeve tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. And I, I think it'll be a very tight game. Um, but I think they might just get over the line. I think, you know, I know... Um, as I say, I think Michael or Navon will be kind of want a heavy favourites, but they'll be strong favourites. But I think Bagnestown will, you know, will really target the game, and I think, I think they're in a good position from what I'm hearing, you know, injury wise, and their panel is in good is in good shape, and I, I think they'll they'll empty their tanks out tomorrow night. Yeah, I think it'll be a tight game, but I, I fancy them maybe just to get over the line. So then McGraw Park brings its return to senior championship action, which is a. Uh... I never minded playing with Grab Park. I kind of liked the championship games in there. It was always a nice little novelty up on the hill and stuff. I know they're doing a good bit of work in there at the moment. It's all it's all changed, I believe. But uh, so that's St. Mullins and uh, and Ballinkillen, and that's at the same time. So Larkin, on Larkin is involved with uh, with Ballinkillen this year, Joe. And um, how how has that gone down? I know Lark's a long time now, and uh, I don't know if raw is the right description, but definitely straight and no bullshit or bollocksing. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, top man, in fairness to him, he, he, you see what you get. You can see, I suppose, what he was known for uh, uh, as a player he brings to his management style. You know what I mean? He's direct. Um, you know, he cuts. There's no flapping around. Um, he's, you know, con- constantly emphasizing hard work. You know, the emphasis on that. Um, you know, he, he, and, and again, he kind of... he. He kind of he's playing what he sees in front of him in fairness, which is great too. You know what I mean? Like if lads are performing and putting their hands up, you know they're getting the nod, and and you know he likes that. He likes that that kind of you know playing lads who are who are hurling in the moment. If you get me, you know who are mm-hmm. who are on form at the minute. Um. So yeah, he's definitely he's definitely brought a, a, a freshness to it. Um. I suppose he hasn't had you know as as good a start as obviously no more than a lot of managers, but you know I suppose with. In terms of injuries at the minute, you know we're we're down down lads, and um, I suppose with the year it was as well with the break with the with the you know from training as all uh, as well for everyone that uh, you know he'd like to probably be further down the line. But, um, he will he leave no stone unturned in Fernestone um, when it comes to tomorrow night, and um, I think he has the lads in good form as well. They're they're well prepped and they're they're in good form. So um, I suppose look like I said aside from our injury our injury list and so on, um, we're we're in. You know we're in good form. You know we, we give it a good tilt. Yeah. So, yeah, to, you, the two Elans and Chusha were in butter. Is that it? That's all. I, that's all I'll say here. No, no, no. You're you're getting paid the big bucks here to be to be honest and and forthright and give us all our information. Nah, God, no, no. Ash, look, there's other lads coming and going too. No more than any club, you know, lads with niggles and you know maybe I suppose. All you're short now is a yera. Go on, yera. I know. Um. But I suppose, look, we, you know, and then um, we've other lads coming back into the mix, like as well, that mightn't have much hurling done, like you know, uh, you know, the, the lads were busy with 
say Kildavan, they were they were playing a lot of football and they're coming back into the mix now and you know so we, we've a bit of catching up to, to to do with other with where we were last year in some ways but look that's the hand you're dealt like i mean it's not you know we're not in fairness like we were talking a train the other night and just ourselves not the mentors but like a few of us there who were maybe involved intermediate and other lads as well and we were saying if it was five or ten years ago and we were down different lads for different reasons you know you'd be scratching your head you'd be kind of saying geez we won't be able to have a second team and you'd be you know you'd be you'd be in bad shape but we've we've brought up a good few lads from last year's um younger lads and lads from last year's junior team as well who are really stepping up as well i think that's a good sign for the club you know more than anything that we're you know that we're able to kind of take the losses mm -hmm. uh and 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 you know and and and, and while we're worried and obviously we're disappointed not to have the boys tomorrow night but you know, we still think we're we're there with a reasonable shout, um, but it 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 will be a big ask, you know, given given the key men that were down, it'll be a bigger ask than than we would have liked to have, you know. And Stevie, the twenty nineteen Leinster finalist, Saint Mullins, how about them? Yeah, sure. If James Dale is back and most is gone, let's give a one hand attack with the other, uh, like tricky one, like uh, you know, before the match last year in the semi final, I. I I slightly went for Ballon Killen to beat Sam Mullins and probably on the set, on the opposite end because James Hill was missing and didn't seem to be togged out and um yeah it's hard to hard you look at the three boys that are gone to two wheels and Chocho if Chocho's ain't coming back there and what Jaws said uh no, we played Ballon Killen in, in, in Lachlan Bridge there a couple of weeks ago. Parry Kynes a big addition back centre forward. Seems to be going very well. Jack Tracy. No, these lads, they're, they're no flat tyres. Uh, probably a game that... Uh, Ballon Killen, probably a bit more... If the three lads were playing, you'd probably say, right, I'd, I'd, I'd go Ballon Killen. But I... I Sam Mullins a lot of it. Sam Mullins have no intermediate team now. They've, they've pulled their intermediate team. So I think they were down a few for that. So there's going to be probably a bit more... Focus on the senior and the junior. They weren't going to win a, a team in the, the intermediate with six or seven pulled off the junior team and stripping that. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. John, like so John Dyle now, Connor Kyo, these lads. John Dyle came on last year, I think the semi final could be his first game, three or four points. Connor Kyo, it'll be interesting to see what he is like now, say, uh, stepping up uh, after another year. Um, Gary Bennett didn't feature much of the county. I think he'll be injured. Zoom his back. The, the three lads playing that night, we played Sam Mullins, probably we called intermediate team, whoever it was in the Bulger Cup, that Chris Kavanagh, Washington Ryan, and Jason O'Neill. In fairness to the three, they were going very well. Stood out now that night, whether they're all starting, uh, I don't know either. But um, though the one thing about Sam Mullins, that always the scoring that night, the most of the scoring that done in that match, the two boys, Jason O'Neill and Oshin Ryan, would have done it, and Chris got maybe a pint or two from centre back. So if you're looking at like, so Jack having you know, Jack probably uh the last couple of games of the county there he was coming in as a we called it an impact sober however the last twenty, twenty-five minutes. Uh interesting, probably be freshened up too, probably be some lads change their own positions, whether Jack be pushed back or pushed forward. Uh Jericho, he was very good with the county there this year, I thought now very steady. Bring it back to the farm he had there when he came onto the scene first day ten years ago. So uh the fact that's the that's the match in Magnus. So it'll be interesting to see because neither teams will have played a senior match in there. It's a not too many of them lads 
Now, James Hickey there, James said that like, he wasn't going on, on, on McGrath Park, probably results-driven that was. I'll be interested to see what way it'll go, as in, uh, you know, let me say it's goal post or the same on any pitch, but it'll be interesting to see what way. I'd love to see that match more than the other match, as in uh, Dr. Cullen, we're, we're, we're all used to where the humps and hollows are in it. It'll just be interesting from a from them players' point of view, to talk to them after and see what, what was it like playing in Bagnestown. Was it, it's probably four or five years, is it, since there was senior championship games in there? Go again, I'd say. I don't know, no. Uh, or, uh, go again. Well, if you go again, like, there's definitely won't be too many of them will have played in there. Sorry, I think the last game I remember in there that we played in there, and I stand corrected, I think we, I remember we drew with Rangers the year... They either got to the senior club final or the intermediate. The one intermediate, sir. 2013, the one the the one the senior. Yeah. 2012. So that's nine years yeah. ago. I think it could be. I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to jog, jog my brains. I can't. I, I you know yourself. The years ramp on from one to the other. But I think I think we heard them in there that day, as far as I remember, and we drew with them in there. And I, I think that. Yeah, was it, can be a, it, can, it, it can be a tight pitch. Looks at looks that way, but, but you can make it big too. It's it, it's a, a I call it a true pitch, as in the Super Bowl or whatever. Look, it is fierce big. Looks a lot wider because it's a bit more open. The walls and Bangladesh owner was one of them there a bit, a bit too close. Now if you're getting attention from a corner back, you could end up on the sitting on the on the wall nearly. But um, it's the Coliseum it's in Ireland, like it really is. In looks yeah, nearly and and <laughs> everywhere. Like. Yeah, as I said, when you said earlier off air, the the lads come from St. Mullins and Ballon Killing, Munster Rangers coming in. You're only going to the town, it's halfway to Bagnestown. Like St. Mullins is the first spin, it's 35 minutes probably from here. You know, it's another quarter of an hour, you've got to an hour going to Carlo. So St. Mullins won't mind, it'll be interesting to see just how it goes. But I'd say you'll need a, a lorry load of slitters below the bottom fence, the, the, or the bottom goal there at the scoreboard end. I'm right, sending good. two young lads out there with a with a good bucket <laughs> and marker and marker <laughs> remover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think going back to going back to what uh, Stevie said there about um, just he was analysing there the same Mullins team. I think one thing um, that I always commend them on, and I know they might be down, you know, the down mouse or whatever else, but um, from an outsider looking in at their club, I always say their work rate, you know. A lot of teams that sized them up maybe and said, you know what, Jesus, you know, we've debated of this particular, I know they're outstanding individuals, but then you might say, Jesus, you know what, um, you know, there might be a lad there, I think we'll have the match of him or one-on-one, I think we can get the better of that lad and you'd be kind of confident going out. But their work rate as a club, as a senior hurling club, you know, how many years did they go into championships and the one three in a row after after rangers got to the you know to the all-ireland club i think isn't that right i think they won the yeah, three 14 after 15 16 I think, yeah. and, and, and every year like people were saying ah sure look you know it's rangers again and i suppose you know they're the strong team and this and year after year and not only with their skill level and whatever else their game plan so on but their work rate as a club is just phenomenal it's just i won't say bred into them but there's no die back in them you know there's no they're never beaten and i think um that's that's that'd be one thing that we'll have to match tomorrow night, um, if we're going if we're going to beat them is their work rate, their intensity. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's just phenomenal. We talk we talk there about particular players, 
and um, you know, and the phenomenal players, you know, and a lot of good young lads coming through. I um, I think um, the couple that you mentioned there, um, a couple of the younger lads will have a big influence on the play. Hmm. Um, so, Joel, I, I know you're under time constraint there, right? So right. we will we will let you off. So just give us your verdict on this one. Oh well, sure, Jesus, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sat in on you, Valen Killen win here, Kev. I'll have to go. I'll have to Jesus. go. Go at my own. <laughs> this lad now he may, he may spend more time with Larkin and just be more I, I look I tell you I, th- I think we're going to go in, we're going to go into the game as big underdogs and um I think we are genuinely with with the players that were down you know key players mm-hmm. and, uh, but I think Larkin has instilled a massive spirit in the base and I think I you know I think positionally as well we've a few more options than we had maybe other years you know you might see as uh, you might see different lads moved out further out the field to kind of give us a, a more go forward threat um, given the players that were down so it'll be interesting to see but I think we might just get the nod on tomorrow night good stuff Joe thanks a million for your time we'll let you go thanks guys take care you, Joe. there we go so Stevie that leaves myself and yourself and um, we let's, let's let's have a look at the Intermediate Championship uh, we won't be in any great depth with it because uh, we're under a little bit of time constraints now of course uh, but y- yourself as we mentioned earlier playing um, Rangers on Saturday in Blown Boris I believe You gone? No, I'm still here. Yeah. Went there for a second, all right. Yeah, so Saturday evening, blowing Boris. Yeah, so look, I said, they're trying tonight now, I'm on late, so I won't be there, but there's there's lads, look, there's niggles everywhere, there's hamstrings, the same as any other club now, we know, uh, who was I said the other day, are all kind of full, full band of players the other day, the, was it Bear Horn was talking to Tanya Gag, and I know that's amazing, I know that, because, Anyone who's been talking, any club, there's two or three lads out, no niggling the hamstring. That's the common one. Um, look, we're, we're going back to Mountainster Range when the senior last year, I canter. Gary Kelly was back from injury last year and didn't even get to feature in any game. Right, fair enough. Came to the final and you think Range would throw him on for five minutes to give him a run out? No, there's no sentiment down there. So he, uh, Gary, they want to play the senior, so there'll be lads eligible to play the, you know, that could go into the senior team the following week if, if if that's be and look that's what it is what it is. Uh the lads played them in the Bulger Cup as well. Uh they had probably the intermediate team along with uh, Richard Kelly, Eddie Bourne and Gary would say as a at the minute as a, a legal intermediate will call him. Uh so like last year they took care of Kavanaugh at mid season which thought was queer but can see the understanding Two, they took it out. He played the law against us and he scored one eight or one nine or two ten or two twelve. And they took him off when the the team was able to go back and adapt without him rather than taking him off a semi final stage or something or maybe win a semi final and you're lost him for the final. So, uh, look, challenge games. We've had pods in there last week. There was a lot of lads missing both sides. Good workout. Found out a lot of things. Whether he can find out things and, and adjust them and put them put them right is another thing so it's definitely going to be an eye opener for us as a management team as a club how we go Saturday night uh, now saying that you're playing again the following week with Valen Killen the following week so you've only a week on week to go from game to game don't get carried away with a win don't get caught too, with a lot, too badly with a loss that'll be from the outside looking in but when you're in the middle of it it's, you have to get win two or three games wherever you need to get to the semi-final first and, and that has to be a priority. Right. So I think that's the only game in the Intermediate Championship, yeah? 
this again. Yeah, I think the other game is off. Uh, Michel Nevon were to play Carlton, that's off because of the Aero game. No, I know you could say possibly they could have nearly expected I mean, it. Think it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, no, you, you could you could say, as you said, no, why didn't they put the if there was going to be team it's no this weekend why he wasn't at Carlton. But that like you were guessing, look, it's if we played in the middle of a week, there'll probably there'll be two games yeah. in four days or three and eight or whatever for some of the teams. So yeah. well, that game's so, not going ahead. We'll do a quick fire round central then for the junior games on Sunday evening because they're seven o'clock starts. Your own game on Saturday, sorry, the intermediate game in Boris is at seven o'clock as well. But uh, so look, you wouldn't know what to make of this junior, of course. Um, I don't know who Nabry do or don't have, but Nabry versus St. Patrick's. In a word now for all these, your verdicts. Sure, look, it's Tullis first team, so I'd That's be, more than a word, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Depends on Saturday night. We're going to lose. We'll lose a few Saturday nights. <laughs> Wherever I've left, then we'll we'll check more the dust pan and let them out. No, that that game could be changed time wise on Sunday. Right. I've okay. Heard that yes, yesterday evening. So check local right. press for details. Check local press for details. Right. Right. Okay. So you're going with Hollow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. Caratown and Rangers. Uh, I don't even know if, if Caratown couldn't play the first team game or the playing junior game. But anyway. Uh, I'm going to go Rangers for that one, anyway. Yeah, um, Carlton might have got a few more lads regretted for that. They look for permission with the county board. Like, and that's yeah. fair enough. When that's hurling, we see Burn, no problem with that. Burn Rangers and Michel, that's an interesting one now. Um, yeah, you have to be thinking Burn Rangers should be coming on a good bit. They've probably they've a couple more gone up from minor to adult level this year. Yeah, and you, you uh, guess Burn Rangers should be. Yeah. Anthony Curry's over them too, and he'd know a little yeah, bit of course. Yeah, steel on the line with James Hickey, Rowan Larkin. You can tick that box with Anthony Curry as well. Day time. And then a 7.30 game, Pal are at home to St. Mullins. Uh, St. Mullins is yeah, the second team, so... Yeah, second team, but probably tied that to probably have some lads that were intermediate are not going to maybe... Yeah, this is possession for that, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know how would that go... We'll go with St. Mullins for the Crasher. I'm going with St. Mullins on you. I'll go with Palantine. Right. Good stuff. Uh, right. I'll get one word. We are we are doing um, a senior football championship final preview show from 2020, of course. Uh, so strange saying that each time. But uh, what's, your, what's your own verdict? So you were obviously in there in Darfur Cullen on Sunday. You did the two semifinals, didn't you? Yeah, and we're totally, totally different in a couple of regards. We're going in you were saying the first game, right, should be, you know, roughly slight favourites. Turned out that way, eventually. Uh, the goal after half-time was the, the three-point lead Raffili had with a fair enough breeze. That was going in 20 seconds of the second half. A um, couple of Murphys there, new Murphys, not Brian and Brendan, uh, were were impressive. Now, Darren Murphy probably, you could say, only maybe from class ball, but he three in the 45, 50, 55 metres. Kevin Murphy scored, I think, 1-2 from play. First of all, yeah. him now seems decent. He's very good, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Palwyn, lucky with injuries, I suppose, going into a Conor Crowley, was out Stephen Riley, weren't even on the bench. A couple more knocks during the game there. Cahill O'Neill ran into Conor Hicks, and then Jack Brennan was sporting a headband as well, I presume. He got a nick at some stage. Um, just, Raffili done enough, and... and Erog, right, okay, the semi-final 
the chairman said the preparation wouldn't wouldn't ideal. Played as well as they could have could have I thought uh, for as long as they could have possibly. The goal after half time I thought was a bit harsh, as in could have been a free to Rangers on the half line. You no, know, seeing it again after John Hickey, you could see why the call went either way, and look, that, that wasn't that wasn't a game changer. But um, Airog bench, a good bench coming in. Then again, it's hard to get if you have 20, 22 players fighting for 15 positions, it's often hard to get the right 15 and the right five coming in that mix. So, Joe Murphy's on there this morning since saying that I your favourites because they won the league two weeks ago. Uh, don't need Paddy Poser saying that, but that's all matter. The starting at nil nil. And the thing about it, I looked up there today, Eroke and Raffili haven't played that much in the final in the last, they played, what, three years ago? 2017, replay, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. not replay, but Cormac Moons had to kick a. Yeah, that's a right. Yeah. Point to, to level and Jordan Mercy got a goal. I think to start the second day, he was only a minor, was he still? I'm not yeah. sure, maybe out. And, he was, uh, yeah, yeah. But like, I thought, that, I had to look back at it, like they were they were playing in the 90s there and the, they were playing six or seven finals again, one other, but I know I would win them all. Um, look, it'd be interesting to see what the likes of these Darren Murphys, Kevin Murphys bring to a county final and new lads into the equation. Airog looked to know everything about county final. They're going for four in a row, and that's like a serious achievement. When but you just see the small thing that Cormac Mullins point, they were out the gate. Raffili possibly other than that, and and they've been all four in a row. You were starting from scratch again the following year. Uh, I have to give Airog, I suppose, the the nod as in the Leinster final champ or two year ago. Kind of forget that, but uh, any team is. Brian Murphy, Brendan Murphy, Ed Finnegan, Alan Kelly was quite last week. They're not going to go down and you're talking about work rate with Sam Mullins, Raphilly do that in spades and I said mm. with Homer kind of similar clubs as in they always filter lads through. They might be getting on great underage or taking beatings and that but the, the small area and the, they don't mind taking that. They're, they're, they're thinking of the bigger picture you know, the adult level on earth a lad every year or two and like, you know, Dara Murphy has been around a while now possibly not, not playing that much but uh, I would have seen him under 16 level but Kevin Murphy you now Big, a fair chat only about it. You think Erog's experience should be enough to to do it, but I I, I wouldn't rule out anything. Now it's uh, Raffili. Be hoping I'd be thinking to keep it. A, the lower score in the game, a better. I think Raffili have a better chance. He can have a one or two point win, but if it's a, a score fest, you'd have to fancy Erog mm-hmm. with what yeah. forwards they have. No, as I said, to get the mix right, to get the right fifteen and right five coming in. That has to work, and working that in county final day is going to be uh, what could could be the the clincher. Could be indeed. Well, we want to thank our sponsor, Mr. Paul Kelly, the back in line clinic, is uh, looking after us here today and has looked after me a fair bit throughout my lifetime as well. And <laughs> we'll have a few more appearances with majority, I'd say, no doubt. But uh, Stevie, thanks for coming on. Thanks to John Nolan and James Hickey as well for for joining us. And uh, great to have a bit of action to talk about. Best luck the weekend, Stevie and Air Breed, and we'll we'll chat to you again soon. All right. Right, thanks Kevin.